0: What is up, guys? It's your boy, Sportcard Tom, back again. Today, I have a, a very important guest, in my opinion, in my eyes, uh, a great friend of mine, um, somebody who I think I've openly said before, you the second person I spoke to in the hobby. Um, it's also your second appearance, I believe, on
1: the Slabstocks FC show. Um, here is for Adam, welcome. Thanks for having me. It is uh, an honor to be back on the Slabstocks program with you, Tom. Uh, yes, I would I would consider us very close. I would consider us very close friends for sure. Yeah. So I mean, Adam came on, I think it was about three, three or four months ago.
0: Um, you spoke with Aaron about your sort of understanding, um, well, your experience at the national and, and Mbappe and Prism and Mbappe and, and stuff like that, and and that sort of modern um area of um, a Um sports cards and obviously I think you and I both agree that that 2017-2018 era of sports cards is, especially for soccer is going to be one of probably the most influential um years for, for the sets that came out for, for the hobby Um but today we're gonna we're gonna throw it into something a bit different a bit more old school I guess you could say cards which are sort of a you know, hot right now. I mean, we're going to be talking about the Cristiano Ronaldo sale for the um, the, the mega cracks number to one thirty seven, uh, sorry, number one thirty seven, which sold previously at Golden Auctions. I think it was Saturday night for two hundred and five thousand dollars two hundred. So, I mean, straight away, I'm going to ask the question: Do you feel that that price for the Cristiano Ronaldo rookie card, which sold, do you think it's underpriced,
1: overpriced, or, or properly properly priced? What, what do you think? So, I think I talked about it um, a while back, probably on YouTube at some point. I think that card, the Ronaldo card, and I think the Messi card as well, I could easily see those being million-dollar cards. Like, just from the fact that Jordan is almost hitting a million dollars now, I think think we're going to see a little bit of a dip in the price. I think what happened with those Jordan cards was – somebody with a lot of money was just like, I'm going to buy this card no matter what the price is. So I think that maybe that Jordan card sees a little bit of a dip. I do think eventually that Jordan card becomes a million dollars. And then if you're comparing the relevancy of Ronaldo and Messi to Jordan, I think it's very close. Like I think, and especially with the cards, because there is only 10% of the we're not like I think there's like 38 or 39 of the PSA 10 Ronaldo's versus 300 and almost 20 of the PSA 10 Jordans now obviously there's that sticker uh that I think will be similarly priced I could almost see the sticker and the card being priced similarly the way that the Jordan sticker and card is is priced but even though that the sticker is older from 2002 I still think that yeah I, I mean I think the so under underpriced undervalued underrated I think that Ronaldo card even though it even though it's gone up almost, it, it was like 5,000 at this point last yep. year. Now it's over 200,000. I still think it's a phenomenal card that I think is super underrated.
0: Yeah. And I mean, so that, that's one of the main things. So for, for me personally, I feel like it is very under, undervalued, underpriced. Um, but that's one of the main reasons I wanted to get you onto the show is because I actually remember watching the TikTok um, of you, you know, basically stating and, and sort of giving the facts around that sale when it actually happened for, I think it was $4,700 just over a year ago. Um, so, I mean, leading into that, do you feel how do you feel do you feel like it's been, it's warranted how fast the the prices increased from then to now? Do you think a year is a, a you know it's too fast? Do you think it's it's accumulated that much value so too fast, or do you think it's sort of you know a bit behind the projection of where it should be in the future?
1: So, soccer was the second largest sport to grow on eBay in terms of sales in 2020. It was, I think, okay. around 300 percent. Uh, basketball was obviously first with over 300%. I don't remember the exact numbers. I know they were both in that 300% range. So I think that the increase is very wild. Like I think the previous record for that card was like 41. It was between 41 and – it was either 41 or 51. I forget the exact number. But, you know, I think I think that last auction had a lot of juice. Like I think there was a ton of publicity around those Jordan cards and yeah. I think somebody who somebody who looked at that Ronaldo card similarly to how I look at it, uh, I think they may have just looked at it and said, "I'm gonna pay for this card, whatever I can pay for it right now, because I don't know when the next one's gonna sell. like with the Jordan, I think, for example, that one could sell like we've seen like three to four to five sell per month. I think that number is gonna continue to go down to where we may only see like 10 to 15 sell per year eventually but with this Ronaldo card like that Ronaldo card sells like one every two or three months so it's like it's 38 pop
0: it's a pop of 38 so it's it's very hard to buy it
1: is exactly and I think at this point if someone's buying like I think the person that bought it at 41 or 51 like I said whatever the previous record was and then this card I don't think people are going to be selling it anytime soon so you take two that I think probably won't sell and that brings it down to 36 so it's like the number of cards there are in circulation of this, the Mega Cracks card, just to me seems like a card that, yes, I, maybe think, uh, I think it maybe was a little bit overpriced in terms of what they paid for it right now currently, but I think we're sort of setting a new market. And I think if someone, like I said, if they're looking at that card similar to the Jordan card, they're looking at Ronaldo as maybe you know, the second most relevant or maybe the most relevant athlete of all time. So it's like, yeah. I think, I think that card has the, has the reputation behind it. And with so few of them, that's kind of where I see the price. Uh, that's why, that's why I think it's sold for what it's sold for.
0: Okay. So that kind of leads it into my next question. It kind of bridges it because I was going to actually ask, do you feel like the price, which is at now is going to be sustained for the next couple of days? Oh, it could have even increased now since the sale, but do you feel like it's going to sustain this price now for, you know, say the next couple of months until we see the actual next auction of, of another Omega Cracks? Or do you feel like it's increased or do you feel like it's just a bit lower of where it was actually sold for? Because obviously, I think it was $171,000 before the, the fees. So, but obviously we base based on what the actual final price is after fees, just like you would if it was eBay. But do you feel like that price is sustained? Do you feel like it's, it's currently going to be that price now until the next one comes up? Or do you feel like, it's overpriced underpriced the price of that obviously you've answered it a little bit about where you feel the value of it is right now, but do you feel that like that price is going to be sustained until we see the next one, or do you think it'll be lower or higher than what we just saw?
1: You know, I think we have to probably see a messy sell as well to see what that's going to sell for. Now, if that yep. messy card goes for two fifty, the PSA 10, I, you know, obviously that price is going to sustain. I think with so few of them, like I had mentioned, it's hard to really say whether the next one is going to sell for that price or if it's going to go down. Like I, I do yeah. think that, like I said, with the Jordan price, I, I don't know for sure. So I, I don't know who bought these Jordan cards, but I think it was somebody who, because the opportunity cost, I think that's kind of what happened with the Jordan card, and same with this Ronaldo card. Someone looked at it and said, you know, the next sale of this card could be three hundred or four hundred thousand dollars if i don't pull the trigger on this card right now uh, just because of how many there are so you know i think it's tough to say with that card specifically because of how few there are but i would say that card probably got a lot or i mean it was the most important honestly from all of the cards even including the Jordan cards that the ronaldo card was the most important card to me that sold in that auction for it to sell over 200k like I don't know if that's the most expensive soccer card of all time, but it's got to be in the top 10. Top five. Right. There was a Pele card. Right. So it's, but it's in the top five. Yeah. 100%. So, you know, I think if we see a messy card sell relatively soon, that could end up changing the price of the Ronaldo card. But I think it's too early to tell whether we're going to see an increase or a decrease or if the next one sells for $200,000 like this last one did.
0: And I think you've kind of sort of hit the nail on the head for the question I was going to ask next. Because I was going to ask whether you feel like Messi's price will increase now that this Ronaldo card has obviously hit what it hit has hit. Um, I mean, some some comparable ones is obviously you look at like the gold that gold prism in Mbappe, it showed for what like one hundred twenty four thousand dollars like last year, um, and obviously I think what was the last recorded itself and Messi was it one hundred sixteen thousand or something. Yes. Uh, I, oh, so I think it more. was.
1: I think it was forty thousand, forty one thousand. Because I remember. Both of those cards sold in the same time frame, yeah. so I think that Messi was like one sixteen, and the Ronaldo was forty one. And even when it was forty seven, yeah, yeah, yeah forty seven. Right, right, right. So, so even, it's like, like, even when that card was forty seven, I looked at it and I said, "Well, sure, there's a sticker, but the Messi card is one sixteen. That shouldn't; those cards shouldn't be so yeah. widely different in price. Like they should be much closer. You know, even though I'm not sure how many Messis there are, I'm sure it's probably a similar number. But 20. like. Twenty-one or twenty-two, Messi. Right, exactly. So it's a very, very similar, very similar number. For
0: for me, the sort of difference between the Messi and Ronaldo, uh, there isn't really a difference besides the pop. Obviously, Ronaldo's nearly at twenty more pop, or you know, 18, 16 more than him. But it's it's an interesting one because it, it, I feel like it comes down very much to like it. It doesn't come down to who's more marketable. When you look at the players and you think who's the more marketable, without the card prices or anything that you tied to that. You look at Ronaldo and you think he's probably the more, you know, marketable, you know, player for, for for social media. He's got the biggest social media presence. I mean, you look at him, you think Ronaldo, but I I I personally feel that the, the mega crack 71 Messi could do more than that Ronaldo mega cracks which was just so sold. Um again, I feel like it's going to come down to the individual looking to buy the card and like you say it's going to come down to the scarcity of these cards, you know, it if there's a super, you know, a super big Ronaldo fan out there who, who loves Ronaldo and he wants to add this Ronaldo mega cracks to his collection, and he's got the, you know, he's got the wealth to do that, he's not going to stop at any cost to get this card. Right. And the same goes for, for Messi. I think it's very, very situational in terms of um, who's looking to actually add this to their collection and look at, like you said, the opportunity of it. Maybe it's a bit over the price right now, but down the road, like you say, it's easy a million dollars. Like th- these cards are going to get out of hand, especially with how short the print run is compared to the likes of like LeBron now and Jordan back then. Like um it's super interesting. I feel like it's gonna be but it's gonna be an interesting sale when that Messi Messi comes up to up to um you know up for auction. So just following on from that obviously Messi Ronaldo are always going to be the two talked hand in hand. Um do you feel like the sale of of the Ronaldo at least obviously pending the Messi whenever one of those pops up do you feel like that's now opened some sort of market for players who maybe aren't being spoke about as much around that? Like, not that era, but like sort of like your Ronaldinho, your Ronaldo Nazario, like your, your Johan Cruyff, Zinedine Zidane. Do you feel like there's a market now? Do you think people are going to move to that? Because people usually see the opportunity in a big sale like that and think, what's next? Like, what can I find which is next? Um, and And then I feel like people start to sort of, Go back to the the players they remember from World Cups or previous Euros or previous Champions League winners like Maldini and stuff like that. Do you feel like there's going to be a shift in terms of? Right now, it's very, very, um, it's very, very sort of rookie. It's very sort of modern, like orientated. Do you feel like this is now going to be like prompting people to think? Okay, let's start to liquidate these products. Let's start to liquidate my my rookies, my cards. Let's try and move it into something a bit more you know, a bit more solid, like Messi, Ronaldo's, these Zinedine and Danz and stuff like that. Do you feel like we're going to see that shift in the market right now?
1: Yeah, I, 100%. I think we're seeing it in basketball. I think we're – I've seen, honestly, the shift happen from, like, when I first got back into sports cards. Yes. It was prospecting. It was Bowman Chrome. Those were the only cards that anybody cared about in 2018. And then going into 2019, kind of that summer, you know, there was soccer kind of – it grew a little bit in that summer. Um, And it was a lot of like Mbappe and it was a lot of like 2014 Prism and it was a lot of just Prism cards. And I think we are starting to see a shift in just the market in general away from, you know, players like Zion and players like Jai into players like Kobe, Jordan, LeBron. So I think that, yeah, and I think the one thing with soccer, too, is the supply is so low for everyone. Like it's not just like, you know. It's not like you're moving from Luca, Luca's Prism, which has fifteen thousand, to LeBron's Top's Chrome, which probably is in the three to four thousand. You're maybe moving from an Mbappe who Mbappe Prism, which has two thousand, it may be probably a little bit more, probably like twenty five hundred now, to like a, a a Zidane or like any of these other other older players who have less than maybe a hundred. So it's like, I think the, the scale is there when it comes to prospecting like basketball, but, and then with soccer, I think the scale is also there. So that's kind of how, you know, I think in general, the market's moving there because I think a lot of newer, wealthier people are going to come into the market who look at, you know, they're going to be interested in prospects because it's always just something that the hobby likes. But I just don't think that, um, I just don't think that the, newer investors coming in are going to look at it and say, what makes more sense a Ronaldo Messi or like a Phil Foden or a Kai Havertz. It's like, they're going to look at those two and they're just going to say the Ronaldo Messi wake make way more sense, even though they're way more expensive. It just makes more sense for them.
0: Yeah. I mean, the reason I asked that question and and just to sort of give a disclaimer, you know, I got accused shortly last, last week for, for trying to pump in the match attacks I don't own Match Attacks, but classic, classic um, Tom. <laughs> the, the reason I, I want to just give a disclaimer is I own two of the upper deck SP authentic 2004 Cristiano Ronaldo's. Um, so I just want to clear that up before. I'm not trying to pump the price. I'm not trying to you know create this hype around the cards I own. But I, I, as of this sale, this this Ronaldo sale, is we've seen a lot of the. Um, the later year stuff, so anything from 2003 Manchester United, anything from 2004 Manchester United, starting to be bought up and, and bought up for, you know these these insane prices. I think we saw a 2003 um, Cristiano Ronaldo's upper deck sell for like 21000 dollars, literally two days ago or yesterday, um, and it's it's insane because I feel that I feel people are starting to notice. Okay, right, this is this is crazy. Like especially with with the Euros coming up this 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 year, this summer. Um I think people are starting to realise, okay, yeah, we need to start putting, you know, these rookies, like, which aren't performing well right now and start investing into something a lot harder because if Ronaldo was to retire tomorrow, it's still Ronaldo. He's won five Champions Leagues, four Ballon d'Ors. He's just behind yeah. Messi in the Ballon d'Or category. He's cemented as a legend. He's, he is, I mean, I was talking about it with one of my friends the other day. I personally feel with Cristiano Ronaldo and I, I'm a Ronaldo fan over Messi. I, I, I personal you know it's a bias because I'm a United fan but this is probably the, the last two people with Messi and Ronaldo who we're going to see like I can't think of these next up-and-coming players who are going to dedicate everything to the sport like Ronaldo and Messi did you know who are going to be sort of like nothing else matters but football like social media has a big impact on these these youthful, like, players. And I feel like it can restrict them from having that, you know, unlocking their full potential. But when you look at like Ronaldo and Messi, they did everything they could to be the best players in the world. They didn't stop playing football. Um, and I feel like that's what people are starting to realize now is we're in this era now, these next four to six years, where we're never going to see these players play again after that, like not professionally at this level. So I feel like people are starting to liquidate a lot of their products and move them into their, if, if it's not their true rookie or rookies, they're trying to move it into stuff which was closer to their rookie. Because it's got a bigger claim to, to being closer to that Rocky, um, I feel like we're going to see like 2006 World Cup and you know the 2006 goal like Messi and Ronaldo cards have a huge increase mm-hmm. because they're already quite high right now. Um, but I think I think that's crazy. So I mean, leaning into the next question, do you, again, it's, do you feel like that the price the prices of these cards, you know, not just the the, the mega cracks in the Messi seventy one, do you feel like the prices around the cards like from from that era, so like 2004 five six. Are going to see an increase now as we lead up to the Euros and the World Cup coming up in 2022.
1: Yeah, so I think so. I have two two points here from what you were just saying. So I think Messi and Ronaldo sort of they transcended this generation's soccer. They they made you know, and and I'm obviously somebody who has followed soccer more closely recently than I did probably in my like college days. But yeah. I look at it and say they they made soccer mainstream for this generation. Like they, they revolutionized kind of, not the game, but the way that you play the game almost. And being, like you said, being the top players in the world for almost their whole careers. Like almost, very similar to like how LeBron, like very similar to LeBron. So, yeah. you know, I think there's that aspect of Messi-Ronaldo that I think is sort of underrated. And I think the... So then the other thing about the social media. So I think there's a it's it's kind of a it's a balancing act there where I think the social media, you know, for basketball, I think social media like there's accounts like uh, House of Highlights and Overtime that highlight uh, younger players. That's maybe there's maybe similar ones there's I think yeah, there's one I think called rising Wonder Kids. Wonder, Wonder Kids, I think is one. There's like Gold. There's there are accounts that focus on like youth teams. Yeah. So, you know, I think coming up through the era of social media, people know who these players are much more quickly than yeah. maybe in the 2003 2004 2005 range you know lebron obviously he's the he was on the cover of sports illustrated anointed as the, the next yeah. jordan like as a as a 10 year old basically so it's like yeah. you know R- ronaldo and messi they came into the the sport probably as like a, i'm not 100 percent sure but 16 or 17 years old i'm imagining yeah. that's probably when they kind of started their careers you know i don't i don't necessarily know if i don't know if they were looked at that looked that way the same, and then they kind of just played their way into being the best players in the world. Like, I'm not 100% sure exactly that happened, but like, I just think that those older cards with the supply, like with the supply of these cards and the potential for demand, I think is why I kind of saw soccer as like almost a no-brainer to get into because the, the potential, soccer being a worldwide sport, it has the potential demand of the the most important sport in the world. So like with that and then also they're not being a lot of cards. Like they're not being a lot of second, third, fourth, fifth year Messies and Ronaldos. I just viewed that as another reason why soccer makes a lot of sense um compared to, you know, I mean, I, I not to compare it to basketball, but like with rookies in basketball now and I always compare this like Luca 15,000 PSA 10 prism cards that's just one set he has like a hundred different cards so but Messi and Ronaldo this is like these are their two to five cards that they have at the beginning of their career so it's like I just looked at it that way so to answer your question yes I think that these earlier cards in their career will eventually see increases similar to like what's going on with Jordan right now like the second third fourth year Jordan yeah, those crazy. are go, those are going up pretty significantly as well so i think the same thing kind of happens with the the messi ronaldo's the uh and, and any any of the kind of goats that came up in that era of soccer
0: yeah i mean the basketball i mean you know it's even though it's sub FC, I, I agree with you i feel like basketball the way the basketball market sort of like you said unraveled and and the soccer market sort of is now besides obviously um, the limited quantity of cards, it's a lot lower than it was for basketball. There's a lot of um a lot of great things which compare and obviously if you if you contrast both of them, they do look very similar in the way that the, you know, the, the trajectory of the overall hobby is gonna look for them. Um, I'm excited. I mean, th- this is crazy. I mean, when I saw that, I was a bit heartbroken. Personally, my only goal was to own a PSA ten Mega Crack Ronaldo. So I mean, it's, it seems very, very unattainable now. Um, but we're going to draw this episode to a close. But there's one thing I want to do. I'm not sure if you've seen it on the on the previous episodes. I just want to ask you, I think it's a series of six questions. Quick fire, just want one-word answers, you know, what your, your honest opinions and thoughts are, um, just to see how you stack up against the rest of the guys and see maybe in the future, have you got some of your predictions right? So first question is, who do you think will win the
1: Euros? I think it's probably Portugal. Okay. I think... Uh, I just think joao and R- ronaldo i think are going to be i think they're going to be good and i think hopefully ronaldo passes the torch to joao uh that, so yeah. I, i'm i'm gonna say portugal you know honestly i'm following the u.s more a little bit more so yeah, yeah. you know world soccer i guess uh if the u.s was in it i'd say u.s i don't i don't, I don't <laughs> know but yeah that's kind of uh, so i'm gonna say I,
0: portugal i have i've picked portugal myself i think portugal are gonna do it so um obviously a bit more topic related. Messi Messi ronaldo no context Messy, messy. Okay, uh, that's, I think that's two one or two two two. I'm not sure. I can't remember. So one player who you haven't invested in yet but would like to. So it can be. I think we'll keep it soccer related.
1: Um, I guess. I mean, I guess Halan. Like, okay. He, I was the same. I, I have I do. So I do. Have, I'll say I do have a few of his tops living set cards but yeah. i bought those for like six dollars a piece I right, think, when dollars. they were available yeah. um but that's those are the only halon cards that i have and he's a player that you know i made I, so i he was one of the players that i was like watch out for this player and then he moves yeah. to dortmund and i'm like holy crap i can't believe this like this is awesome so yeah <laughs> Haland is one of the players that okay. I, just, I haven't invested in that you know his card price are kind of crazy so that's probably the reason why but he's probably a player that i haven't invested in that i would like to
0: Okay. So this one's a bit more, it's a bit more opinionated. Who is the GOAT of football? Who, In your opinion, who do you think the GOAT is? You can, you can <sighs> pick the same answer as well. You don't have, you can pick the same player you've already previously picked.
1: Oh, I, I mean, I guess I would say Pele just okay. because I think if you, if you ask anyone about soccer, I think this is, this is how you determine who the GOAT is, is you ask someone who the best player ever is and, you know, there are players that were good that people have never heard of. You know, there's probably tons of great players from that same yeah. era, but everybody knows Pele, everybody. So yeah. I would say he's probably, he's probably the GOAT, you know, or Ma- Maradona, I guess would be my second. Pele had
0: stamps. There. Brazil could send a letter
1: with a stamp like that.
0: To have your, that was ridiculous. So, right. Um, final question, Fatty or Haaland, just of something like younger, younger generation, who would you, who's your favorite out of the both?
1: I love both of them. But I guess I do have to go with Halon because I, I think that was because you know <laughs> Fatih's definitely talent. Fati's definitely second like it, from the other question that Fati's definitely second. Which actually I do have a Fati Mega Cracks 2019, which I'm super happy that I got nice. for eighteen dollars. The win really? the December of 2019, I bought one of the cards for uh, nineteen dollars when I hurt when the set had kind of first come out. So that was that was one card that I was glad that I need to send a PSA. But I, I, you know that's a card that I have that I'm I pretty excited that. about.
0: I picked up five for a dollar each. Nah, would glad to see it. <laughs> okay, so that's going to be the end of this episode. Uh, everyone, thank you for watching. Um, Adam, thirty seconds. Where can people find you? I know you've been on before, but where can people find you? You know, you're producing great content for people to to view for free daily. You know, where 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 are you sort of looking to to
1: for people to find you now? So YouTube is where I've been focusing a lot of time, and I would love for people to check out my YouTube channel. If you have to search Heroes for Sale as one word, unfortunately, because Google hasn't adjusted my SEO stuff. So if you search Heroes for Sale as multiple words, it won't show up. So Heroes for Sale. I also have a podcast on YouTube – or excuse me, on Spotify and Apple Music. But then you can also find me on TikTok, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram – and then Clubhouse, Clubhouse too. Yeah, I Clubhouse. guess I'm on there. I don't I really still do. Got it on there. Yeah, Clubhouse. No, I'll um, make sure another we... place that's pretty interesting. But that's those are those are the places where you can find it. But YouTube, go to YouTube because I'm trying to trying to grow that. We'll put your YouTube in the description below. So awesome. if you if you do if you do go and subscribe, let
0: us know. Let us both know. Give us any feedback. Uh, but Adam, thank you for coming on. Like I said, he's a great friend of mine. You're you're a great person to talk to. Very knowledgeable. Make sure you go check out all of his social medias, um, his pages, his YouTube especially because he is trying to grow that. Um, If you are new here, I appreciate you watching to to this point in the video. Make sure you subscribe, like, hit the notification bell to get notified when we post a video live on the Substocks YouTube page. Um, And any feedback you've got from this video, let me know. Thank you for watching. Thank you.